Cowards Fury. I'm Chris here with Charles, and today we're going to talk about Napoleon Bonaparte. Napoleon Bonaparte, historical figure? Yes. Murderer? Some say so. But today we are not talking about Napoleon Bonaparte. We're talking about Oleg Sokolov, who thought he was Napoleon Bonaparte. So Oleg Sokolov was born on July 9th, 1956 in Leningrad, which is now St. Petersburg, Russia. Oleg sounds like that Olaf character, the snowman, the snowman yeah. in the Disney show or the movies. Yeah, I promise you these two are nothing alike, though. No. No. All right. Um, but he's from Russia. Maybe a little round in the middle, but... So he's angry if he's from Russia. I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, he is. But anyway, by the age of 20, he founded a reenactment group of the Napoleonic era and was a prominent figure in Russian historical reenactments. Which, that's a young age to be, you know, prominent. Playing around in dress clothes and <laughs> acting like he someone never, you're not. He never grew Yeah, that's, that's yeah. always... Okay. He just never grew out of it. In 1979, Sokolov graduated from the Faculty of Physics and Mechanics of the Leningrad Polytechnic Institute, which is a mouthful, with a specialist degree in physics. He then graduated with honors from the Department of Modern and Contemporary History at Leningrad State University in 1984. His love of history and military history in particular was completely established by this point. That's like a lot of schooling. Yes, yes. So, and there's to, to, more. To play dress up. Because you can just do that with no schooling. Yeah, a little cosplay. Sure. I don't know what that means, but you can play dress up. I like mean, kids co- play dress cos- up all the time. Costume play. Cosplay. Okay. <laughs> Your face, you're like, okay. I've heard that. that. That's okay. In 1989, Sokolov became president of the Federation of Military History Clubs of the USSR and continued to lead the association in reenactments. From 2000 to 2003, he was a docent of the Department of Modern History, Faculty of History of St. Petersburg State University. Freaking Russians. They have all these long Long explanations to say he he played dress up and was a historian. (laughs) Maybe. So these these people that dress up, they do reenactments, fairs where people are dressing up, renaissance fairs. I don't think it's a civil war thing. I don't think it's a renaissance fair. Here's where I'm going with this. Okay. They're all creepy. Like, they're like the balloon guys that, like, make balloons for little kids. It's like, he's so nice, but never, ever let your kid near him, even if you're with him. Uh, we're not hating on balloon guys. Men that dress up and in, 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 in play dress up are like balloon guys, and I'll leave it at that. Well, okay, but if nobody ever did reenactments, then that would, I don't know. I mean, I think they have their place, don't you? That's why they have Netflix. Netflix, right. Well, he defended his dissertation at St. Petersburg State University in 2007. So that's that's a lot of school, for sure. He's old at this point. Sokolov continued his academic pursuits and became the author of many works regarding European military history of the 17th to early 19th centuries. Sokolov then published a major study called Napoleon's Army. This was later translated into French in 2006. Three years later, he published another work, this one being two volumes, which was a study of Napoleon's first war against the anti-French coalition. He became a well-respected expert on all things Napoleon Bonaparte. Sokolov even won France's highest award, the Legion of Honor, for his academic achievements. French people do weird, weird shit, too. I like French people. I don't dis- I didn't- th- This is not a dislike- I, I like French people as well. I really like French I like, bread. I like French fries. <laughs> but at the end of the day, this dude just wrote about history, something that already happened. A lot of history, yeah. And played dress up. He did. Okay. He did. 
He did, in fact, he became so entrenched in his own research and love of the subject that he wanted his students to call him, quote-unquote, sire. Like a horse? Yeah, ki- no, like a oh. king. Like, oh, like, how, so, king. like a so. No, when you so went to college, can you imagine you're, like ever being in a class where your professor would make you call him sire? What a douche. <laughs> I can't imagine how that sire. would Sire. silly. You could say he was Napoleon's biggest fanboy. Oh, he was. I know. But he had a tattoo, like... Right on his like ass. Oh yeah, like from Waterboy and Boy. Roy Roy Orbison. That's exactly where that's yeah. where I'm going. Is that with in this. your head? Yeah. That's exactly mm-hmm. what's happening. Oh, that's funny. A little wearing little feathered hats. Uh, and 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 so just to put a picture in everyone's mind, seriously, because I'm looking at this guy. I'm, I think I'm looking at him when he's in his 60s. So like, yeah, not that yeah. long ago. He's got this crazy strong like comb over, <laughs> and he looks like just. An angry old Russian academic with a comb over. Uh, yeah, he kinda, right. He I mean, totally. Does. Like yeah. if you think what I just said, if you think about that, you, you see this guy. Yeah, you don't uh, even have to look look at him on our we'll, website to see him. Yeah, we'll post. So, we'll so post I'm, I'll just picture. put that out there. Yeah, we'll post a picture. In 2018, a student asked him during class about the plagiarism allegations that had been made against Stalkolov, and he went ballistic, yelling "Get out!" And a few—that's not a good like make-believe voice. Get out. Is that better? And a few young men, listen to this, a few young men in the class dragged the young man out and gave him a beating. See, of course they did. I, I get, you're in Russia. Everyone there's angry. <laughs> they, they just beat people up all the time. I don't know if that's true. Bullshit. But... It's, I, it is to, it's totally true. Look, it's true. Didn't you watch Ro- Ivan Drago, Rocky IV? All the dude did was fight. You really like your like movie and TV show characters. Like- no, Ivan is real. <laughs> as real as this guy thinks he's Napoleon. I, well, now that I'll give you that. But seriously, you that. this just illustrates that Russians are crazy as shit, and they just they beat people up because the professor tells them to. When he's clearly crazy and makes people call him sire. That's definitely a little bit weird. I don't look. Snook sure was crazy I... too. Remember Snook? Oh, yep, yep. Professor. But this guy's stupid. Weird. Cra- but Snook didn't dress up with feathered hats and like. Tell people to call him Sire. No, but he pretended to sell salts. Remember that part? <laughs> sire. All right. So, so these kids beat this other kid up because yep. because he called the uh, the, the Napoleon. He, uh, he called his prof out. Because because the, the guy the guy probably did plagiarize because he's a cheater. Yeah, he's not a nice guy for the most yeah, part. Clearly, so I it, I wouldn't put it past him to do other things, but I, I wouldn't. I also don't know that I would um, characterize all Russians as crazy. But th- that's just me. Anyway, at some point... And that's point, just me. There, There's a lot of anger, hostility, fighting in Russia. I worked some, with a guy from Russia, and I watched him grab someone by the ear across the room because they didn't install a ceiling tile right. How did he grab somebody across the room by his ear? He, 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 he grabbed them by the earlobe and walked them over. To be fair, this was a maintenance guy. Oh, dragged him across the room. And the maintenance guy didn't install the ceiling tile right. Well, and he was a maintenance supervisor, and he was angry. Now, he was let go after that. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that he lost his job. So my experiences have built my beliefs around one, Russian... One person. Aggression and anger. It's one Well, person. we're talking about another one. And a bunch of kids beating kids up. That's like four total. There's a lot more people than that that are Russian. I'm just saying. At some point, and perhaps part of his narcissistic persona, and this is me just putting narcissistic persona on him, Sokolov and Anastasia Yashenko met. Yashenko was born April 26, 1995. She was a 24-year-old graduate student 
and they began to date. Sokolov was 63 at the time, so a little bit of an age difference. It's like 50, 39 years. That's a lot of years. That's thir- I, if my math's right in my head, it's 39 years old, 39 years difference. Yeah. Well, they did actually start living together. So according to... That's how the comrades do it. <laughs> they just they just grab women 39 years younger than them. Well... Wow. Uh, and it, well, and the crazy thing is when you, if you look at a picture of her, she's just, she's drop dead gorgeous. She could have had anybody on campus. And she, she is. She's, she's beautiful. And she could, I, I don't see it. I just this don't. Dude's got, this dude's got like a, a honeycomb over. He's got a little honey in his hair, slicked over to the side. According to other students at St. Petersburg State University, everyone knew of their relationship. It was sort of reported as the worst kept secret kind of relationship. But this was not Sokolov's first attempt at finding love with much younger women. According to Alexandra Bakshiva, Anastasia Yashenko's family attorney, Sokolov targeted young women with brown hair that resembled Napoleon's wife, Josephine. He is really into this whole, like, role play thing. He's got a fetish. Yeah. yeah. He's not right. No, and it's okay to have a fetish, but this one turns out not to be okay. I don't think fetish isn't, like, a good thing. I don't, you know, so they can be harmless. Anyway, he often would call Yashenko Josephine, especially during reenactments, or when they were dressing up for formal events. Or whenever he wanted to. Yeah, pretty much. Sokolov made many attempts before Yashenko entered the scene to pay attention to and woo several young students of his. One young woman, Daria, said that Sokolov took an interest in her and invited her to a picnic with his quote-unquote deputies. Why does he have deputies? Wait, what's a, p- a picnic? What is it? What do they eat? What are, it's like, would you like pickled deviled eggs and porridge and jelly I, with my... with. With my deputies. With my deputies. I don't know what... Because he did he have that funny little hat that he wears? That, the, 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 so basically, there's pictures of this guy. You see more pictures of him online with in Napoleon dress than anything else. That's true. So, and he is deputy. I'm just saying, if you're going to date somebody, leave the deputies out of it. They don't uh, need to be there. No thanks. Agreed. Well, one time, um, they were riding horses when Sokolov aggressively reached over and tried to kiss Daria. She was not amused. Like the man he is. Yep. He, he had vodka and uh, what, what did Napoleon have these little swords? Probably like a little sword. Probably. I'm sure he had a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she said he could be charming and seeing him in full Napoleon dress, especially at balls and things, you really just couldn't look away. He And he was so animated about his passion for Napoleonic history. Because he was crazy. He thought he was Napoleon. I really think there was a part of him that was very obsessed with it. In 2008, one of his former girlfriends, Ekaterina Ivanova, filed a complaint against Sokolov. In Moscow, Ivanova informed Sokolov that she was going to break up with him because she found out he was married. Whoops. She made arrangements to meet with him to pick up her stuff. She reported that Sokolov was completely calm, and then out of nowhere, he grabbed her, tied her up, and beat her, threatening uh, threatening her with a hot iron. Again, that Russian anger comes out. He, it's just, he, and with an iron. Who beat? Uh, yeah. God, that's great. A hot iron, like. This is like. That would hurt. I've got a hot iron, like. He like plugged it in when she came over. He was all calm because he knew it was, he was warming up. And then when it got hot, that's when he just blew his lid. Probably, yeah. Maybe that's a normal thing. Is it a normal thing in Russia? Did people just threaten people with irons? No, I, I don't think so. No. No. Fighting's no. normal. Have, telling your students to beat people up is, but the iron's not. Mm. Okay. I, well, I think he, it's not normal for most people, but for this guy, eh. This Napoleon wannabe. Yeah. 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 So Ivanova would go on to report during a documentary made about the case that Sokolov was controlling. Really? She said that he would, and this is her quote, which is very similar to what you said, quote unquote, flip his lid. 
When he donned his... Yeah. He flipped his lid. When he donned his Napoleonic uniform, he would control what she wore who she and who she talked to. He convinced her and Yashenko to stop talking with friends and to give up all of their former employments and hobbies. And that's very typical of an abuser. They try to cut you off from everything you love so that they are the would, only I, thing in your life. You know, and they threaten you with hot irons. Well, I some, can see this dude might. with this crazy stupid looking hat on with a hot iron and a bottle of vodka just like yelling something it's, in russian yeah yeah vodka <laughs> there there are other russian words that's the only one i know comrade <laughs> come i know one russian word spasibo it means thank you that's all i got he he didn't thank her no no he didn't he didn't thank the ladies in his life i don't think he felt compelled to ever thank them or anyone else frankly i think he thanked his wife i nope no Mm-mm. okay Ivanova so, said that Sokolov called her a monster when he was beating her. Right, because she's the monster? Authorities did not pursue the complaint, and even Ivanova regrets not pe- pressing the matter and staying quiet about it. Bakshiva, the Yashenko attorney, believes that if authorities had handled Ivanova's complaint properly in 2008 and nine, that what was about to happen could have been avoided. There's some similarities. The cops... Yep. This is like if you say something, see something, say something, and say it louder if no one's listening. In every one of these cases, the cops kind of dropped. I mean, I hate to say it. Well, they're human too. They um, are. I get it. It is their job. But it's Russian cops. They're all on the take. <laughs> they're eating pickled donuts. I, pickled don't. Wow. Okay. That's a new delicacy. I don't know that I've heard of that one before. They're getting in their Volga cars. Volga cars. You know, of course you would know that driving, driving around and. But Sokolov won Yashenko over anyway. When Yashenko decided to move into Sokolov's apartment and out of the student dorms, her mother tried to talk her out of it, as any good mother should. I like the the fifty some sixty some year old professors moving her out of her dorm. Yeah, yeah. To move in with him. Yep. This this dirty old bastard. He's got it. He's just he's just picking up college girls like every few years. Beats, yeah. beats him up with irons, and then he moves on to the next one. And how is it that these beautiful, smart young women want to be with that guy? I don't get it. I, I'm not it's victim not the, shaming it's here. It's not the comb over. But I don't get it. It's it's It must be that feathered hat. It must be. I don't know. But despite Man. her mother's protest, Yashenko was resolved. She felt they would be together forever. Forever. Her yeah. She would even help him prepare for his lecture and grade his students' papers. I'm sure that was comforting to his students. But this domestic bliss was not to all last. All professors do that. They make their graduate students do all the work for them yeah, anyway. The graduate students, not their girlfriend, lover students. The night of November 7th and 7th to 8th. Girlfriend, lover, student. Right. That's that, a, was, that was well said. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> the night of November 7th to 8th, 2019, Yashenko called her brother in tears. She was upset because Sokolov had beaten her because a friend had invited her to a birthday party. She later called and said the dispute was resolved, or maybe not. At 1.30 a.m., Sokolov shot Yashenko. Like, there it is. Right That's into it. it. 130. He just shoots her. He's too he, old. He's done. He, like, he's he's, he's not too gonna... old to beat her up with the iron. He's too he's too like fat. Yep. Then he tried to strangle. Why do you have to strangle someone after you shoot them? I mean, do you have a little hat on? Probably. Yeah, he did. He probably did. He did. He put a little jacket on that little Napoleon jacket. Well, no, because then he would have gotten blood on it. I don't think he he, he liked the clothing too much Mm-mm. to to risk getting blood on it. Agree, disagree. He had his fighting jacket and then his dress jacket. I still. Think that he no, he wanted blood on the one. No, I don't think so. I yeah, really okay. don't. Anyway, so he tried to strangle her. Can we he... agree at least agree that he had vodka in his hand? I it was like a one-handed tried... strangle. That... Yeah. Mm. Look. 
I agree no. he had the hat on. Okay. Okay? All right. I agree that there was a vodka glass on the table that was nearest to him. Oh, my God. No, that dude didn't drink out of a glass. Straight. I have a bottle? Isn't that what all Russians do? No. I, that, was, that, was, that was a kind of a joke. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I missed that one. When she... God, this dude can't even strangle her. So he shoots her, strangles her. She still shows signs of life. So he has to shoot her three more times. He's so weak. He can't even get it done. He shot her with a Soviet era, I don't know how to say this gun, so I'm just going to say it's a Taz 17 sawed-off shotgun. That meant Sokolov had to reload the weapon several times. There's like three guns in Russia. There's the AK-47, this, whatever the hell this is, some random shotgun, and a pistol. Yeah. Those are the three Russian guns. This guy had this one. So he had all, a sawed-off shotgun. He did, and all four shots were to the head. Did it, he miss? Did she still? She was still alive. Yeah. He, somehow he, she was shot he, he, and strangled and still alive. So he had to shoot her three more times in the head. Yeah. Yeah. He took her lifeless body and he hid it. Some reports say under his bed. Some say in a closet. But then he had a party the next day in his apartment while her dead body was still there. It's ridiculous. He was well, like in the in, at the party. Like that's a raccoon. Uh, no, because she was, that was still the last too, guy, remember? Yeah, it was. But she was still too fresh to smell like the dead raccoon. Hmm. At the trial. The it, it's, cor- it's Russia. Oh, yeah. The, it's cor- like, oh, the meats are spoiling. It's okay. I've salted them. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, at the trial, um, the court heard, quote unquote, his friends visited him. They all drank cognac, unquote. See, they have more than vodka. They have cognac. Yeah. After his guests left. My mind is blown away right now. I know. Now. Sokolov dismembered her body with a knife and a saw and worked to try to get rid of the body parts. He stuffed Yashenko's limbs into bags and took them to the St. Petersburg Moika embankment. He gets to the parapet and then swings the bag over the edge and into the river. But he somehow miscalculates, probably because he was drunk, and tumbles into the river as well. What a loser. He, he can't even kill her, right? I mean, I mean, it's just, first of all, it's terrible. This, this, Nobody's this, killed, quote unquote, this, right. This young woman is, 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 is murdered. I just want to put that out there. But he can't even do it right. No. He, he, like, he, he keeps trying to He pretty much messes it. up the whole thing. And then time. he falls in the river. He does. When he's disposing of the body. Yeah. Wait, it even what gets, a, what it a, gets better. A, he was rescued from the Moika River with a bat. He was had to be rescued. Because he can't even swim because he's, it, so, he's, yeah. and he's he had, so out of shape. Yes. And he had a backpack that contained Yashenko's arms severed at the elbow and a weapon. Like in the backpack? With him when he went over. Again, that's and what... And rather than sh- shed them, he just he just got into the, whoever vet rescued... Is it yeah. like some random like Russian fisherman in like a canoe? I'm not sure who rescued him. It's like some rusty like steamboat. I don't know. But a lot of people think mm-hmm. he was in fact drunk, which is why he... Well, he was drunk. Yeah. We're just going to say it. I, to me, it sounds like he was. I mean, whatever. The Russian newscasters can email me their their disagreements. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of emails after this one. <laughs> I doubt it. When authorities searched Sokolov's apartment, they found part of a human body, including Yashenko's head, stuffed into an Ikea bag. Oh, my God. This guy's really? worldly. I mean, He, he, he shops Sweden. On. He what? shoved it in an Ikea bag. Ugh. I, but, so, wait. That didn't even make it to the apartment? What? Didn't make it to the apartment. The head was in the apartment. Right. So when he went to the river, he was only throwing a couple of random parts in? Yes. He did not take the whole body with him. Wow. Because he couldn't carry and it. He, he was too weak to carry it. And then it. he effed it up. He like messed it all up. Yeah. Fell in the river. And then he fell. Got rescued. Wow. With the body parts on him. Okay. I'll say this. At least he didn't put the body under a pile of brush. <laughs> That's not funny. I mean... It's funny, but it's yeah, not funny. This is, this is true crime, so we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to say you that just was, got, we, that we, was funny because it's true crime. We do this with humor because I don't know how you get through this without some humor. 
While there, Sokolov made a pathetic attempt to commit suicide by grabbing a knife and stabbing himself. <laughs> of course, that failed. It was probably like this tiny little cheese knife. Yeah, it did they have cheese? No, he didn't. Yes, they no. have cheese in Russia. Nope. Yes, you know do. what it was? It was like beef stromboli knife. Is that a thing? I don't know. You're right. It's not a thing. In Russia, they have potatoes. Potatoes? Potato knife? A butter knife. This was a very small potato knife. Okay. Yep. He, uh, Wait, he... they have beets in Russia. That actually, they, they, I don't know if they still do, but um, you know, back in the 90s anyway, they used to pickle a lot of stuff. So He would later state that he had planned to go to a popular tourist location dressed as Napoleon Bonaparte, of course, to kill himself. And I'm not sure that Napoleon Bonaparte would be all about that. I think he'd be kind of mad. He'd be like, you coward, you coward. He was French. You coward. That's... Is that better? I think no, so. No, it was terrible. It's okay. It was great. Anyway, Sokolov admitted his guilt. He said the, um, that Yushchenko was disparaging to his children from a previous marriage and that she would, quote unquote, lose control at the mere mention of his kids. He said that he thought she was the perfect woman, but he said, quote unquote, she turned into a monster. That again. Like, she said that of the other woman, too, and that she spoke ill of his children. The only thing he could straighten out that monster with was an iron. <laughs> a hot iron. Yeah. Yeah. He stated in court that Yushchenko had driven him to a, quote-unquote, state of complete insanity, and so he shot her. Sokolov, he, so she drove him to a state of insanity right, comrade. by getting invited to a birthday party. I don't think that qualifies. He, that's how it happens in Russia. Wow, well, that was dumb. Sokolov said that Anastasia was, quote-unquote, the love of his life. If that is how you treat the love of your life, I don't think you need anyone around you. And he said that if um, Anastasia's mother were present at the trial... He would offer himself, this is so gross. He would offer himself to her on his knees so she could shoot him. It's a Russian thing. Oh, he's disgusting. He's, he's disgusting. Sire is trying to make his way out of this web of mess. He's a dumbass. He doesn't make his way out though, does he? No, he sure doesn't. Sokolov was given, this absolutely kills me. He was given 12 and a half years. That is. I love Russian law. In a stockade for, okay. for what he did. I don't know anything about I, Russian law other than it's crazy. The whole political system there is crazy. So here, here's... He the, kills someone, admits is, it, 12 is, years. Yeah, and this is this guy's narcissism. After dismembering her. Yeah, this is his narcissism. In 2021, he went back to court to ask for a reduction in his sentence, saying he asked partial forgiveness, whatever the hell that is. From Yashenko's parents. And so somehow he should take a sentence that was already too little and make it less? Ugh. Her father, Oleg, had to go identify his decapitated daughter's head. How does one forgive the murder a murderer after that? It was, that's just, the whole thing is just gross. And it, it proves to you that he had absolutely no remorse. That he cared nothing no, for what he did. This guy doesn't care. No, he didn't. Fortunately, he his He cares request, about anvils. He cares about vodka. His fancy little... Anvils? Isn't that on their flag, an anvil? Oh, yeah, and a sickle? That's right. Yeah. And he cares about, you see? I didn't know you were talking about the flag, sorry. That's all he cares about. I was going to say he cares about his deputies, but he doesn't. Not really, no. I think you're right. I would agree with you. That's 12 years. Look, Russia has crazy laws, but they can keep this crazy guy. They can definitely keep this crazy guy. This happens in America. It's like a time to kill. Samuel L. Jackson's going to pop out of a closet. (laughs) He might have that. That sawed-off shotgun yeah. with an AK-47, and he's just going to take care of business. Well, he certainly—I don't—I don't understand what's going on over there in Russia. No, he certainly would have gotten far more than twelve and a half years for not just—I mean, yeah. even for just the murder, let alone the 
um, dismemberment of the body. Wow. And he admitted to it. Yeah. It's not like I didn't do it. No, no. He... I, I did it because she was a monster. and Yeah, he basically blamed her. And, you know, that's, that's, how, and that's how it is. Yeah. No, this jerk absolutely blamed her. Mm. He could be released in mid-2033 if he serves his full sentence. That, my friends, is the tale of the guy who thought he was Napoleon Bonaparte. And he still does. He's in jail. He's like, I think he does like little skits with his little jail buddies. I think they're more like, you know, dress up little boy. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Oh, they are. Yeah. Imagine like the big Russian guys in, in prison. Yep. They're like, they're like bears. They have like hair on their backs. They're all like <laughs> six, five. I don't think they're all that like tall. full of, mo- well, I mean, the guys, guys that the guys that have befriended him are probably, and they're like, put on your hat, little fella. He's like their little pet. He is. Yeah. That's what. That's what's happened. He I hope that's it. what's happening to this guy because he beat up young women, young girls. Young women. Yeah. It, it was. It's very sad. Uh, you know. Okay. I don't hope that, but I, I envision that happening. No, I, I, I kind of hope he's kind of maybe pet. a little. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Good, good luck, buddy. Pet Napoleon. See you later. That wraps up episode eight of Coward's Fury. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye.